May 4th, 1814, Emperor Napoleon I of France arrives on the island Elba to begin his exile. Would later state he only accepted the turns because he thought it read exiled on Idris Elba. Welcome to The Revisionist. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And I'm so excited to have our guest on tonight, uh, making their debut on the show. Please welcome the wonderful Priscilla Spangler. Hello. Thank you so much for being here and for dealing with parking uh, in this area of Denver (laughs) at this time of night. Oh, no problem. (laughs) You guys, stop moving here. It's a shit show. (laughs) Possibly one of our all-time latest records, I think. It's nearly 10 o'clock here in the city of Chicago on a weeknight. I so know it's, it's a later one than uh, than we usually do. So I, uh, peek behind the curtain. Cannot wait for this fucking semester to be done. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so. yeah. And I have classes starting up soon, so it's only going to get more difficult. Oh, you do? Yeah. Irrelevant. We'll talk about it outside of the recording. <laughs> Muscle top. That's a good point. Um, um, what do we, Zach? What do we do on this show besides talk about? each other's schedules and scholastic activities uh we talk about the schedule of the world as history is sometimes called <laughs> oh yeah that, that famous that famous slang term for history <laughs> yeah that your cool eighth grade teacher was like you know what this history is just the world's schedule how is that a cool teacher <laughs> what what teacher is that? You know, Dr. Dre has a schedule, but you know who had the first schedule? Earth. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Imagine me backwards on a chair. It's just the confidence with which you said that, that it was the really the selling point. I should record every episode of this with my chair turned backwards and maybe a, a baseball hat turned backwards as well. <laughs> Turning things backwards is the official symbol of coolness. I don't know why... Like, pants backwards and shirt backwards didn't quite catch on. But everything else... I mean, it did with crisscross. That's true. And that was the pinnacle of cool. Everybody else threw it in the threw in the towel after crisscross <laughs> made his debut. <laughs> Regardless, on this show, we talk about a person or event from history. Uh, one, uh, one of us gives a true, or at least uh, what is commonly considered by the plebeians of the world to be a true account of that person or event from history. And another person gives us a different, less well-known take uh, that can be as batshit crazy as that person so declares. Side note, we're currently looking at uh, the history of the Civil War through African-American figures, so everyone is terrified to write the alternate histories. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Uh, especially because most of the ho- all of the hosts and most of the guests are white people, um, <laughs> Tr- trying to not always fall into that paradigm. But yeah, um, we're doing the best with uh, with what with what we we are able. Yeah, um, and uh, at the end we vote on which becomes the true history of this blue, brilliant, spinning disc going forward that's right i've become a flat earther since the last episode no more beautiful blue spinning marble it's beautiful blue spinning disc oh god i should have known when you talked about how all planes are liars yeah you know what but of 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 the crazy shit people believe like anti-vax uh 
that that uh, climate change is a myth. Mm-hmm. I have to hand it to Flat Earthers for being the least harmful. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to write a fucking stand-up joke about this. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, like anti-vaxxers are going to bring back polio. Yeah. Climate change deniers are going to end the world. Flat Earthers is like, hey, man. You do your thing. Go to your convention. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll just be here on a nice round earth. Enjoy. Yeah. Consequence free. No no rules. Just right. Yeah, it's, it's practically very like I'm losing my mind. A cute thing your crazy uncle believes. Like, I heard beans was made out of kitten paws. And like, that's fine, Grandpa. I don't think anybody cares if you think that. <laughs> <laughs> what an adorable of all the awful yeah. things your weird relative could believe like yeah. that's the most adorable one I feel yes. like so it's adorable when kittens have their paws removed to no me. again <laughs> I'm being misinterpreted horrible kitten cruelty factory kitten farms adorable says Brian Flynn <laughs> they just have little jelly bean toes <laughs> I have two cats their toes are fine um <laughs> I'll I'll post pictures of my cat's feet later on. Yes. Oh, this is turning into there's a fetish site for this. Yeah, I realize I didn't want to. Quentin Tarantino, cat Quentin Tarantino, cat and Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Well, last week, last time we discussed Alan Allensworth, uh, a minister, a freed slave, uh, a man who founded a town in California. Uh, a very inspirational figure from the Civil War era. Um, Brian, what were the ultimate results of that particular episode? Well, uh, since I'm trying to get back on schedule recording these in advance, we don't know yet. Uh, mm. the, the vote is still up on Patreon. So I believe as of right now, uh, the alternate is ahead. Fair enough. But change it. Vote. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do your part, I guess. Uh, I think the week before that was Sojourner Truth. Is that right? Yes, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the real history one on that yes. one. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, don't fuck with that. Um, this week, we are discussing, I believe, Mary Beecham. Yeah. Yes, indeedy. Uh, yeah. So, um, wait, remind me, who has the real story this week? Uh, Priscilla. Priscilla has the real story. Yes. So, uh, if you're ready to... Uh, to, to take us down a journey through the annals of history, the schedule of history, <laughs> flip back that schedule book to 18-something, Jesus right. and we'll come along on the ride. Hey there, this is Brian reminding you that The Revisionist is supported by listeners just like you. You can make a pledge and get rewards like shirts and even the right to vote over at patreon.com slash the revisionists. Here we are in 18-something. Um, <laughs> Mary Meacham was an American abolitionist. Um, she, in 1815, um, her owner took her to Missouri, um, where her husband, uh, well, he wasn't her husband at the time, but where this guy named uh, John Barry Meacham, this guy, he purchased her freedom um, she was born into slavery in Kentucky, um, 
Uh, they together they ran a school at uh, the first of African Baptist Church, um, and then they later moved it to a steamboat on the Mississippi um, when Missouri banned education for blacks in 1847. They moved the whole school yeah. onto a steam. Yeah, yeah, oh. pretty badass. Wow, um, it's like then, a whimsical children's novel, except also slavery was involved. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically a rolled doll novel then. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be a good Problematic. one. Problematic. <laughs> um, her husband died, um, and then she herself ran uh, their home as like a safe home for uh, slaves. Um, and then on May 21st, 1855, um, she was attempting to ferry nine uh, people across the Mississippi to freedom, and she was arrested for breaking fugitive slave law. Um, yeah, she was arrested for that. Okay, that was great. Uh, Sorry, I interrupted by oh trying no. to do the fucking Instagram <laughs> post for the other. I picked the worst fucking times to do that. Brian spends half of every episode taking Instagram selfies. Just rearranging his nobody else. He doesn't consult with anybody else, but he has to make sure he has the perfect I what lighting. My face looks like. I, he has some lip gloss on the table that he always hides. I think the camera went inside my mouth at one point, so oh, you're perfect. all fine. Like we just got to see your molars. That's great. <laughs> I don't have dental insurance. This is the only thing I can do. How does this look, you guys? Anybody? <laughs> Uh, okay, he bought some of those, uh, you know, those yokel teeth you can buy at gift shops. Brian mm -hmm. just bought yeah. some of those when his regular teeth fell out and wears <laughs> them all the time. Yeah, some of those, some chiclets. Just mm -hmm. kind of jam them in there. My gums yeah. are incredibly soft. Don't know why. <laughs> they fit uh, in there so well. <laughs> uh, uh, <yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho, uh, you're talking about her. She was arrested, right? Mm -hmm. Then on July 19th of 1855, um, she was tried and acquitted of at least one charge, and then all of the other charges were dropped. Um, she died in St. Louis in August, or on August, they don't have the actual date, but 1869, um, and her and her husband are mo memorialized in the Bellefontaine Cemetery in St. Louis. Um, and then November 1st, 2001, uh, the Mary Meacham Freedom Crossing was established in St. Louis. And I guess it's like just a little bike path or something. I don't know. I looked it up on like YouTube and there was just this woman riding her bike on it. So pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is like where we talk about like one of the problems we, or at least I've run into mm -hmm. trying to curate topics for this particular section yeah is that you have certain people like uh like you have sojourner truth you have frederick douglas uh who will probably be like the last one in in the series um mm -hmm. yeah who, you're like, you tubman's have, like, harriet your du bois w-e-b's mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> did you say you're tubman's harriet yeah and you're <laughs> yeah, du bois like w-e-b's <laughs> correct yeah <laughs> um but like you have, so you have certain people, especially those who like wrote their own biographies, mm. who you have a bunch of information on. Yeah. Um, and then you have other people who did a lot of really interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, just because of who got to write 
biographies, yeah, more or less, and who got to keep records and who decided what records were important to keep. Yeah, we don't have like a lot of information about them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> sorry. Um. Sorry. I am dying. <laughs> Not yet. Um. God, I just I love that bit about moving an entire school onto a steamboat yeah, to evade the law. Fucking awesome. Am I allowed to cuss? I'm sorry. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Fucking. Cool. Didn't even. <laughs> yeah. Hit. No. Nah, hit. To ask. Okay. Hit him with those fuck words. <laughs> just let her rip. Okay. Because also, my alternate history is mad short, so we might yeah. as well just like throw in extra swear words. Okay, okay, okay. I think to pad cool, out perfect. the length of this episode. Perfect, perfect. We'll just have five minutes of perfect. every single cuss word we can think of. Yeah, it'll be a fucking yeah. like Andrew Dice Clay routine. Yeah! We'll just play most of a nwa album <laughs> oh, yeah. now our now our standard nwa interlude which will last approximately 25 minutes and of course uh to go along with the nwa interlude we now play the entirety of daddy daycare uh with oh, ice yes. cube oh so it's actually the longest episode we've ever had by several hours by several orders of magnitude i really i am going to go overboard <laughs> in correcting this so we're gonna yeah. do the daddy Daycare thing. We're gonna do NWA. All of this will play back at one fourth speed as the normal speed on your iPod. <laughs> so can crank I, it up. Sorry. Can I correct you really quick? Yeah. Um, Daddy ga- Daycare was Eddie Murphy. Which one was Ice Cube in? Uh, the other. Uh, are the we there yet? Like I think. He had kids. Which one? Are was we that? there yet? Are we there yet? That's right. No, he was and also the sequel. In like a- are we still there yet yeah. also? <laughs> are we still here? Oh my god. That's a very like existential <laughs> are we still here? Yeah, and it's then like of course the third the third uh, part of the trilogy, of course. Where is God? <laughs> Starring Ice Cube. <laughs> uh... Are you literally looking up? Are we there yet right now? No, I think I'm so. looking up Daddy Daycare. Daddy Daycare, yeah. It's Eddie Murphy. It is Eddie. <laughs> Daddy Daycare 2, a.k.a. Daddy Day Camp. Daddy Day Camp. Is Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh. oh, interesting. You know what, Brian? Whatever you had planned for your alternate history, fuck it. What you need to do now is find the screenplay for Daddy Daycare. <laughs> Change one of the character names to Mary Meacham. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> But part of the challenge, part of the reason nobody wants to do the alternate histories for this is to avoid shit like that. Um, I I did also find my way to Drew's scriptorama. Um, Plug for Drew's oh, scriptorama. To Daddy Daycare? I mean, we might as well. This might be. A, yeah. This is gonna be a fucking table read. Oh man, I'm excited. Okay. Uh, fade in. Uh, exterior. The Daddy Daycare. Um, okay, I got nothing. I'm. I've yeah, tapped out. Abandoning the bit in record time. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a, it's really more mercy killing the bit. I feel like at a certain point, it's delaying the inevitable. Um, we all need to hit hit up some fucking UCB classes on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work on this daddy daycare thing. This very one specific thing for a podcast that released. Three I want years to be ago. able to perform improv for more than 15 seconds. <laughs> it's very, very short form improv. That's what I yeah. like. 
Um, so, uh, Priscilla, thank you. Yes. Um, but I mean, for a, I mean, we could talk about so many different things for Mary Meacham's alternate history. Like, uh, you know, on the daddy daycare thing, we could talk about, um, <laughs> her brothers, um, Gary, Harry, and Larry Meacham. I thought you were going to say Gary daycare from <laughs> Gary daycare. <laughs> uh, and, and they opened up a daycare. Uh, yeah. Um, called Zaddy Daycare. You know, they started a band called the Meach Boys. I don't know. <laughs> um, or um, how a character in the stage play version of Saved by the Bell was named Meach in her honor. Um, the stage play version of Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Were they named it? I presume Screech was the one they renamed, unless they introduced a new character named Meach. It was actually Principal Belding. Oh, oh yeah, okay. that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's more dignified than Screech. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> she had a brief venture into pharmaceuticals with uh, Meacham's Leachams, uh, which she had the good sense to pull from the market. Sounds a little like a, a con, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all medicine was a con at that point. <laughs> This is the and age. most it's still cocaine. is. Yeah, it's cocaine yeah. or snake oil. That's your only choices. <laughs> and like, I could get Kaiser to cover one of those right now, probably. <laughs> Again, no dental insurance. <laughs> I can fill my I can fill my mouth with snake oil though. Yeah, I Just... thought it was Adderall. <laughs> could you get him to give you an Adderall? Yeah, prescription I, possibly. I oh. could, but I don't want to lose my edge. Is the yeah. thing. <laughs> And also, snake oil is uh, what Brian calls the liquor he makes in his bathtub. <laughs> he fills his night mouth with snake oil every night. Uh, I do have a bottle of snake wine actually sitting on this very table. What? Um, That's a real thing? Yeah. What do you do? Do you step on the snakes like grapes? <laughs> I, my sister got it for me in Cambodia. Oh. Um, so there's like a baby cobra in it. A dead oh. baby cobra. Uh, and then they just pour, like, grain alcohol uh-huh. over it. And call it wine? Yeah. Oh. And it's not tasty. No, uh, I wouldn't guess. Because it, it tastes like a dead snake in your mouth. <laughs> Did you drink it? I, I, like, had, like, half of, like, a, like a tenth of a capful. Was it, oh was it bad? Yes, it was very bad. <laughs> well, I don't support this fucking cruelty to cobras wine where you kill a baby cobra... I just it have was a, fucking... a gift. I didn't. You know what? <laughs> when we would have it. shitty liquor in Chicago, we just have Malort, like normal people <laughs> <laughs> who want to ruin their own day. This is not like a. This is not like a Chicago thing. This is not like a regional <laughs> conflict. This is not like deep dish versus actual pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's like animal cruelty versus not animal cruelty. Again, is what it's did like. not request it. Merely received it. Bad. Yes, but. You know, I should edit that out just in case, like, the TSA is listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, the TSA is really interested in this fucking podcast. <laughs> the same way they're interested in catching people with weed at DIA. They're <laughs> really interested in that. <laughs> they actually make people listen into full episodes of this podcast before they can let them through security. Yeah. Like, they'll let you plow through a whole edible. Anyway, um, I've never done marijuana. What am I talking about? Plow through a whole edible. <laughs> Plow through it. Did, did that sound like a narc? 
Because I'm definitely not one bit. of those. A little bit. Yeah, hold up one dirty. gummy and be like, I'm going to plow through this edible. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I'm going to say? <laughs> I, call me Homer Simpson because I'm also Mr. Plow. <laughs> Quote Brian Flynn about eating an edible. <laughs> That's a great uh, impression of me when I do weed. Like I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. You do weed. Do yeah, love I do weed. Doing weed. I do weed. Yeah, you enjoyed this recent April the twentieth, the traditional <laughs> weed day. Yes, happy weed day. Oh, your chibas were so sick and fatty, bombetti on <laughs> April the twentieth. Is wait? <laughs> oh God, who was it? Are you sure you're not on weed right now? Maybe. Damn it. Oh fuck! I can't remember the the rapper who did the "It Wasn't Me" song. If you were gonna say the oh, rapper Shaggy. who smoked Shaggy. weed, yeah, okay. Did Shaggy yeah. is Fatty Bombatty a Shaggy thing? I don't. I think it's a. Th- so I'm pretty sure it's something a white guy came up with and said a black guy said. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Um, although, side note, speaking of 420... I'll bet Jason Muse came up with it. That's bare... I think, literally, if I had to guess, it's like... Jason Jay Mraz. and Silent Bob strike back. Like, it came from Jason Jay and Muse Silent Bob. Jason Muse is Kevin Smith's Jason Mraz. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it sounds like something Kevin Smith made up, for, for sure. Probably, yeah. Um, there was, like... I saw a 420 sandwich being sold down the street from where I work. Either I need to get out of the city or everyone else needs to get out of the city. <laughs> because it had, like, fried chicken and, like, mozzarella sticks, disco fries. Oh, my God. Uh, a cream sauce. And, like, it was, anyway, fried ravioli. Fried ravioli oh was God. also on that sandwich. I'd eat a bite, but I would, no more than that. I would, like, scoop everything out and not eat the bread. Oh, carbs, that'd be good. But, like, um, Brian, don't you mean what you would do is... You'd get mega high on that ookie gookie and plow <laughs> through your sandwich. Was ookie gookie a Teletubby? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, do you know um, that the baby, um, the baby who played the son? Oh, I actually yeah. saw this clickbait link the, the other day, and it's a picture of the baby who was the son in Teletubbies, and it said beneath it like the baby who played the son in Teletubbies is hot now and that was the clickbait that's a trap it has to be a trap is the baby well that baby I don't know I I looked I didn't click the link but I I I looked up I looked up like that show and the baby would be like 22 years old now so yeah Legally, the baby could be hot now. Yeah. So legally, you can Google hot Teletubbies baby question yeah. mark. Yeah. And that's just a thing that's going to be attributed to me forever. Quote, legally, the baby could be hot now. Yeah. <laughs> could be a hot baby. They're just going to be playing that over and over, just like on a loop in hell. Or at my funeral, just clip that one piece of audio. And that say Zach has some final words before. That's gonna be our new theme music. It's just that with some drums underneath it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm JD Lopez, the host of Left Hand Right Brain. It's a free-flowing, wide-ranging conversation that I have with artists doing interesting and creative things here in Denver and beyond. We talk about their personal stories, break down their creative process, and what motivates them. Spoiler alert, it's mostly spite. We talk about all these things and more while kicking back, 
cracking wise, and always having a good time. You can find old episodes and everything you need to know at lefthandrightbrainpod.com. So, uh, I mean, we could talk about a lot about Mary Beecham. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we could put the padding at the end, too. We could do that. Um, but, uh, I mean, like so many, like so many people who are uh, driven by a, a greater purpose, um, Mary Meacham died with unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know that when people die with unfinished business, they come back as ghosts, phantoms, spirits, uh, visitors, uh, whatever you want to call them, uh, the other ones. Um, and so she now, uh, walks the, the, the spirit ways between the, the, uh, the next world and this one. And she uses her experience as a, a guide on the Underground Railroad to, uh, reach out to those, uh, to black families in crisis, um, throughout history. Like, uh, in the 1890s, she helped them escape violence in the South. Um, or, uh, you know, segregation in the 1960s, the racist justice system in the 2010s. Um, and she hasn't... And then everything was fine. No. Uh, <laughs> Job completed. I literally have a line explaining that. I was going to say, she hasn't been able to rest in a century and a half. Uh, and uh, for the foreseeable future, sadly... Her work will probably continue, but... um, At least for 50 years when climate change ends racism by killing everyone. Climate change. (laughs) I am rooting for that scary Teletubbies baby to melt the polarized cats and end racism by default. I did a Google image search for baby from Teletubbies, and it's a a woman, and she just looks like a normal person. Fine. <laughs> oh, you looked her up? Wow. I, I googled baby from Teletubbies. And uh yeah, she's just, you know, she's she like a college kid. Normal? You're just like yeah. trying to live a normal life. She she re- apparently a couple years ago she revealed herself as I'm the she called a press conference. <laughs> oh shit. Literally the I got baby FRO. And the first result on Google was baby from Teletubbies now. So I don't know <laughs> who the... F- There's also the Nevermind baby. What's that? The Nevermind oh, baby. Oh, the, the Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. I think he looks normal. And the well, difference and is... the fucking Jonathan Lipnicki. Oh, shit. The less yes. said about him, the better. Um, yes. It's weird to be the Nevermind baby because it's one of those things where technically everybody's seen your dick. Yeah, that's true. Are they gonna just show his? <laughs> or they like had a poster mind, of your I'm dick sorry. in their dorm room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is... Everybody had a baby dick in their dorm room. That's real weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even Not think of that. Not everybody. Some people had a Boondock Saints poster. Oh, okay. <laughs> and everybody had a baby arm in their. Um... Not gonna finish that one. Thank you. <laughs> Drawer. Just they like, I saw the look of disappointment in yourself <laughs> come across your eyes. Yeah. I probably should have said baby dick. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's I mean, over. We, it's, we were headed down that road anyway. I already did it. It's late on a school night. We're doing some padding. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of primary sources on Miss Meacham. <laughs> it's true. 
Um, literally, the only other thing I had was uh, racist white people called her Scary Meacham, and she became like... A uh, Candyman kind of figure? Yeah, exactly. Uh, which, again, very hard to write these alternate histories in a respectful way that's yeah. also entertaining. <laughs> Quibble with Candyman that is not original to me, but was pointed out on... The very good documentary on Shudder called Horror Noir, A History of mm. Black Horror. Why did Candyman terrorize the mostly black poor residents of Cabrini Green instead of the rich assholes who lived like just across the river who actually are related to the people who murdered him in the first place? Yeah. Ew. Get on your game, Candyman. Figure it out. Hey, Jordan Peele. <laughs> I know you're remaking Candyman and I'm going to pretend I know about more about making movies than you do <laughs> by telling you have Candyman kill the white people this time. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I am very, I love Candyman. I'm almost more excited for the remake than I am to like revisit the original ever again. The game? I love that game too. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, Candyman the board game. Oh, Candyman. I thought you said Candyland. Oh, oh you were confused for a lot of this conversation. <laughs> Sorry. What was Candyland doing killing Candy people Land in a no Chicago housing yeah. project? <laughs> were certain members of the poor African-American 1990s Chicago community being stuck in the fudge muck? <laughs> I mean, America is a fudge muck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> it's a fudge muck. Yeah, that's that's, that, that's it was a melting pot. Yeah. yeah. We've downgraded to a fudge muck. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the alternate history of Mary Meacham, who, in my not wanting to do a disservice to her, I probably ended up accidentally doing a disservice to her. <laughs> to be fair. It's not worse than, like, her legacy. You know what? I'm going to save it for my judgment. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, well, listeners, uh, before we move on, uh, I want to remind you of our ongoing uh, screenshot the review you write of us. Uh, we'll give you a t-shirt uh, thing. Contest thing. Um, go ahead and write a, write a review and send a screenshot to revisionistpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, along us, with your deets. Write a review telling us if you think the baby from Teletubbies is hot now. <laughs> yeah, uh, feel free to leave that commentary in there. Uh, yeah. We'll not pay attention to it as it makes me very uncomfortable. Imagine that. <laughs> She's uh, not that much younger than us. She's, you know. I mean, it's not so much that as just like. Seven years younger than us? It's it's not so much that as the idea of like reviewing someone's hotness. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's true. Also, I keep the real like, classic of Zuckerberg hot. move. They were the sun, but like that's yeah. Uh, I, I feel like the moment for that joke has passed. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We we should not be circa 2004 Mark Zuckerberg about this yet, <laughs> or probably uh, circa 2019 Mark Zuckerberg, who but more privately. Yeah. Just started a podcast. Yeah, what? What? You have so little time on your fucking hand. <laughs> we do a podcast because we have nothing going on. <laughs> I feel like 
I can't wait for him to experience the frustration of buying Facebook ads. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sure that it's going to be insufferable, and I hope there's an episode where, like, he and Joe Rogan are on the same episode, and it's peak insufferable podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Elon Musk drops by. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh, that guy's the worst. Ugh. Oh my god. They're all bad. They're all Speaking bad. of people who smoke Speaking of people who smoked fatty boom baddies, <laughs> Elon Musk famously in that podcast appearance. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, I um, yeah. So much. <laughs> I have very strong opinions yeah. about Elon Musk. Do you think he, how, Neon Guts, what is your opinion on r- rhymes Neon Guts with Elon Musk? Uh, and I hate it so much. Yeah, dude. He. I think he officially at this point has ruined Grimes, who is now talking about how like. Actually, I think capitalism is the solution to oh our problems. <laughs> I um, I did not know who Grimes was before uh, Elon Musk and then started. Yeah, dating. that makes sense. She's got some real weird music. Okay. Yeah. I I pictured her as like a a, a Mitski type at first. You know what I yeah. think of? I never really listened. I knew vaguely who Grimes was, but I didn't listen to her music or actually know what she like looked like before the Elon Musk thing. Mm-hmm. So I always pictured. Grimes from the classic episode of The Simpsons? Me too. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, and like, her relationship with Elon Musk is the scene where she grabs the unprotected electrical cords and kills herself. I mean, I've been <sighs> picturing Elon Musk dating like the cartoon character of Frank Grimes, and that kind of makes it better a yeah. little bit. Um, but In case also- you listeners don't know, that's from the classic episode... Homer's Nemesis, I think it's called. I think it's Homer's Enemy. Yeah. Homer's Enemy. Um, classic. I need to rewatch that show. Yep. We all need to rewatch seasons one through like ten, yeah. maybe, for being generous with yeah. that show. That's pretty generous, yeah. Um, sorry, sorry. Uh, listeners, you can also uh, leave us a comment, ask us a question, reach out to us at revisionistpodcast.com. Uh, which also I mentioned last time our sudden uh, surge of listeners in Sweden uh, who are now uh, being upstaged by listeners in France. I don't know what's happening in Europe. Uh, this is this is bots, right? Like, is this part of the Russian scheme to impact 2020? I don't know. <laughs> if so, continue because this will have no power. Yeah, focus most of your efforts on the Revisionist podcast. Really, if bots subscribe to this podcast, I feel like that will still get us, like, bumped up in the algorithm a little bit. And, well, yeah, it won't do anything else. Otherwise, their plot will fail spectacularly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, the Revisionist is a proud member of the Denver Podcast Network, along with such shows as One More Shot, uh, which features people's reinvention stories. Uh, hosted by Elaine Grant, formerly of Colorado Public Radio. It's a really great show. Uh, check that out and all the other shows at denverpodcast.net. Um, also, real quick, I forgot to mention social meds. Um, there is a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just search Revisionist Podcast on all those and say hi to us. There's a yeah. Tumblr, but I stopped paying attention to it because Tumblr is awful <laughs> to use. And go ahead and just... When you're looking up those sites, just don't go ahead and don't use the phrase social meads. Yeah, don't. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Um, and go ahead and uh, don't Google uh, revisionist uh, 
revisionist podcast host hot now question mark yeah <laughs> because because you won't get any results first of all wait what you'll get zero results first of all <laughs> they'll say did you mean malcolm gladwell hot now <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh priscilla Priscilla's a great comedian here in Denver. Anytime you get a chance to see her, please, please do. Uh, Thank you. Do you have any like uh, any social meds uh, people can reach out to you on, or like a yeah, Twitter? Yeah, I do have a Twitter. I could not remember your Twitter handle offhand. That's um, why I asked. I in can't that remember very stilted my way. Twitter handle offhand either, so it's fine. Uh, it's just uh, at Priscilla Susan. Tight. Tight, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it sounded like there was something else, like 420 no. coming after that. <laughs> Just that. Um. Um, so I got a few things to note real quick. Okay. Uh, first, if you Google hosts from Revisionists Hot Now, the first result is obviously uh, one of Malcolm Gladwell's uh, episodes, <laughs> but the first image result is a picture of Trump and a woman and Billy Bush and it's about the famous quote uh, the access Hollywood footage a lot of these results are about Trump I'm not gonna lie that uh so no is the answer to your question are the revisionist hosts hot now no they are not (laughs) all these pictures of Trump and Jeb Bush for some reason prove it well uh I gotta start uploading hot photos of us uh (laughs) But this does cycle back to maybe there's some kind of Russian scam going on. <laughs> God, it all fits together. Are we Russian, Zach? Are we in the redacted Mueller report? It would explain you... why our, our Mueller 007 left so many reviews on our, on our iTunes page. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zach, did you have anything you wanted to plug? Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, just that pl- Google that thing I told you to Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Zach's plug. Um, just Google it. As for me, uh, Queen City Companion, the all false storytelling show I co-host with Jen Colick, a uh, friend of the show, uh, will be, the next one will be June 6th. At Mutiny Information Cafe here in Denver. Does uh, she graduate to a higher rank, like, at a certain point? Like, from friend of the show to, like, person I'm married to now? Yes, I, I mean, I feel weird saying that, but I also, like, I don't want to weird. What was weird, <laughs> how in your vows, that's what you said. Wait, Jen, you've it? been a friend. In, it was weird how in your vows, that's what you described her oh, as. Oh, yeah, friend of the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, I just don't want to blow up her spot. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <clears throat> uh, June 6th. Uh, oh, yeah. It's the first Thursday of every month. And it's a great show. It's a podcast also um, that I do not have any control over. So take that for what you will. Mm. Um it's released under Mutiny Transmissions, along with Mutiny Book Club, also co-hosted by Jen Colick and f- friend of the show, uh, who I'm not married to, Byron Graham. <laughs> um, and uh, there's a bunch of other shows released under the Mutiny Transmissions label, so check those out. Uh, but, Zach, I believe you are judging this episode? Yeah. Um, so, this week, 
you talked about how you weren't sure your your story uh, preserved the legacy of uh, Miss Mary Meacham. But here's the thing. The real story ends with someone naming a bike path after her, which is pretty damn cheap in the first place. Uh, I feel like fictitious. I feel like the lowest rung of people. There are like employees of the month from Dunkin' Donuts who got bike paths named after her somehow. <laughs> so I think a better thing, and it's because her the stories we know about her are so sparse. Uh, but it seems like she did some great things and helped many people to their freedom. Uh, I think a better legacy for her is to become uh, an anti-racism vengeance demon instead of a bike path. So for that reason, I she think I will go like, with the ultimate okay, history this I appreciate time. that, and thank you. But to be fair, she did not become the bike path. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, whatever. That is that is literally what occurs, Brian. When you're, something is named after you, oh, you no. become that thing. So if I give enough money, I could become a hospital wing. Yeah, or a library. Or if you don't spend that much money, like an orange pylon. <laughs> Wait, who sponsors those to begin with? I don't know. People who want to be reincarnated but don't got a lot of money. <laughs> it's true. I I shouldn't. I, I really should not be this uh, classist when it comes to the next life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to... Stephen Colbert is going to be reincarnated as like a bathroom stall somewhere on the other <laughs> campus. Exactly, oh, yeah. it's a dream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Priscilla, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was awesome. Uh, Zach, thank you as always. Of course, and thank you to the listeners for our for listening to this our very late night rambling ass added <laughs> oh episode. Editing this, I'm going to edit this like next week before it comes out i'm not going to remember most of what happened here tonight <laughs> yeah yeah this is there was a lot of uh a lot of filling up the the airwaves on this one and it is uh, officially pretty late yeah, yeah. uh uh for everyone here at the revisionist i'm brian flynn i am zach powers have a good time <laughs> <laughs>